0: First
1: question, tell me one thing you do to have the best year ever.
0: Hey Rob, man, the best year ever starts in the moment. So just enjoy every moment as it comes, just
1: relax and flow in the moment and love what is. I I love that because it is so true. I'm working on being present In the moment, which is easier said than done because so often, and we'll get to it, we project in the future or something else has our eye. But to really have the best year ever, you want to live a series of moments to moments where you're the architect and you get to design this.
0: Yeah, and just experience it fully, you know, not sleepwalking, not being distracted, pulled away from your mission, you know. So you get to choose consciously in every moment. What you're doing, who you're being, and how you're serving.
1: So, welcome to Best Year Ever, a podcast designed to inspire growth and impact so you can have your best year ever. And I'm your host, Rob Cressy, and I am oh so excited for this episode. Joining me is Darren Farfan, champion for champions. He is a coach. He is my coach, Darren. Great to have you on the show. It's such an honor and pleasure, a pleasure to be
0: here with you, Rob, man. It's, uh, it's been a while since we spoke, so I'm really looking forward to being with you again and chatting and exploring and creating, man.
1: And I wanted to have you on the show for several reasons. One, I'm doing a series of episodes where I have conversations with my coaches, mentors, and people who inspire me. And Darren, you are one of those people. And you're also one of the biggest hidden gems of my life of the last six months or the transition from the end of 2020 to the beginning of 2021. I had John Patrick Morgan on this podcast earlier. You can go and listen to that or watch that episode. It's absolutely fantastic where we talk about being a client magnet but as part of that program, I got a once a week call with this guy named Darren, who I had no idea who he was and little did I know that the value that I would get from you in the way you would make me feel became one of if not the best parts of being part of the entire program. So what we're gonna jam about today is some of the things that you helped me discover or uncover in myself through our series of conversations?
0: Ooh, that's thank you so much for that, Rob. That that makes my heart feel very very expanded. So I appreciate that. I uh, I love what you said, and I really loved being with you in the in in the course of the program. It was. Um, I, I would love to share a little bit too about how you made me feel and how you showed up and, you know, created what we created in the program.
1: Let's start with that then.
0: Yeah, man. For me, you were just so positive, always eager and full of energy, right? You showed up enthusiastic, open and curious. You know, I could tell you were committed to creating the value in the program for yourself and for the people that you serve. And for me, that's what being a champion is. So I just loved when you showed up um, and you showed up like 100%, you know, in all the calls at 100% and it was just such a pleasure always. You know, one thing I noticed is that you, you always asked questions when you were curious, when you wanted to know something or when you wanted to deepen something and I thought that that was like such a gift for me and John, um, to John and I, because we, we just love it when people ask, you know, ask and you shall receive, ask and, asking creates. And you were just such a master of that, just asking, asking for more, asking for deeper. And I just love that about you.
1: Well, thank you very much, Darren. I, I greatly appreciate it. And to give some insight into the mindset around it that, I was all in on this being a client magnet program. I am all in on my dreams. I am all in on my life. It's actually one of the things as part of being the program, uh, 25 reasons why I am a champion. And the very first one is I am all in. And when you're all in on something, you are willing to do everything that you can to make it happen, including, Showing up to things because so often I can just look at what I've experienced on a business side of things when I see people who don't show up committed. Because I always like to say a question Are you interested or are you committed? People who are interested, they'll always talk about it. Oh, I've thought about it for the last year and a half. (laughs) But when you're committed, boom, that's when you're going to get the results that you can. And I'm always genuinely curious because it's part of having a growth mindset. I always want to get better. I always want to learn. And when I was in conversation with you and John and even hearing others who are part of the program right there, there was such an opportunity to get to a level of depth that as an entrepreneur so often, it can feel very isolating on the journey where you have a loop in your head of questions or judgments or things going on in your world that sometimes just someone else who is there to one, be with you and serve you, but then help you discover the answers by asking a series of questions or allowing you to do it It's like the ultimate act of love and service because I felt so good getting the answer to the question that was burning in my head.
0: Mm, Yeah, that was there all along. And you just, you know what? One thing I noticed about you during the whole time is that you're you're a person who does a lot of thinking and, you know, um, processing, but then you always have a feeling as well. You know, you're tapping into your feeling nature as well. And I remember you used to say, hmm, I can always know when a shift happens because I could feel kind of from the inside coming up, you know, instead of like top down. And I love that.
1: Yeah, It's a beautiful thing because I knew when our conversations were complete because I would smile or I would laugh. (laughs) And the reason for that is it's it's almost binary it is like a light bulb going on or off so we would get to the point you get to the point and then you would say like are we complete or we didn't even have to get to the point of saying are we complete because i would just tell you when we were complete <laughs> because i would laugh because we would just get to the point of peeling back the onion and peeling it and peeling it and peeling it to the point where you're like oh i get it or i see yeah. it And it's usually a singular thing. It always is because you keep peeling back the onion or the judgment or the belief or a lack thereof to get to the thing that is actually the thing that you wanted. And most often, it's not a direct one plus one equals two. You're sort of circuitously getting to the answer of the question by seeing something else.
0: Yeah, man. And, you know, I loved it when, when you saw that you can actually feel it through the the airwaves, you know, you would, there would be a spaciousness and an openness. And that's where I think that laugh came from, you know, that, that freedom inside from, from holding on to that judgment or that, you know, limiting belief. You know,
1: once that thing was out
0: of the way, you, your sunshine just came up.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, and I guess that, to put a button on this part, it all speaks to commitment because I was all in. It actually allowed me to get the growth that I was looking for and get the specific answer that I wanted because mm-hmm. I was open to the answer. Um, my heart was there, I'm listening, um, I am vulnerable. But if you're not committed, you're not going to be all of those things. It's why commitment is one of the biggest game changers in the world, because when you commit to something, you're willing to do anything. And then when you find that answer, you know that you found that answer because that's what you're looking for.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great point. And I think it is like this, one of these uh, hidden gems, as you call it, uh, You know, when you discover that personal inner commitment to something, but it doesn't end there, right? It's like, it, it has to be put into action. and. That's another thing I noticed about you is you would take action on your insights, you know, and you would constantly, um, well, you showed us after, right. It's like you were taking notes and you were like deepening this understanding and then taking it away and implementing. And I think that that there is a superpower.
1: Well, thank you. And, and I'll give some more insight into said process. So I've learned that I cannot, rely on myself to remember every amazing thing that I'm going to hear. There's just too much information overload. And once again, because I'm so committed, each one of these is like a gold nugget. And it's like a series of like, if you were gonna get gold nuggets, would you just wanna remember them? Or would you rather, hear them, write them down, have the ability to go back and then be able to take action on all of them. So for many people, they may just see it as a I'm going to consume process. For me, it was consume, <sighs> write down, review, what is the action? Like I'm go I'm peeling back this layer four or five or six times, because at the end of the day, I am doing this so that I can take action. It is not. And I think this is one of the challenges for a lot of people in in self-growth is what is the actual goal? Is it just to fill your days with hours of content of people who are making you feel some way? Or is it to consume that so that you can take the action to get you to where you want to go? Or as we learned, to be the person that you want to be.
0: Yeah, and that, that's where I was hoping you would go there. Because I remember a few times, well, that we spoke about, you know, the, the pattern of taking action and just something wasn't working, so you take more action or you know you just kind of try a different way. Um, and that action taking is great and that's a, that's a superpower that you definitely have in space. And without actually checking in with the being part and let that you know, powerful, loving, peaceful state of being being the place that that action comes from, then that action actually could actually take away or like be depletive instead
1: of generative. I love it. So let's actually start the podcast now because (laughs) we talked about all of those things. But one of the biggest things, which is forever going to live with me, you and and John, changed my life forever because I we we focus so much on creating our being. And what I wrote down here is you helped me create who I am being and. It's a very unique distinction, but one that speaks to me as a creator. I love to create. I can create anything. Uh, My branding coach Gil taught me the quote, live by design, not by default. I was like, boom, I'm all in on that. So now, as I was going through the journey of, all right, I want to grow my business. I want to generate more money. I want to help more people. I want to do more of what I love to do we already established the action side of things. Rob's taking action, 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 but it now comes down to who am I being that um, has me dot, 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 creating or not creating the results. And it was such a blessing for me because it was a paradigm shift that it was almost like a deeper level of self-awareness. Maybe that's the best way that I can describe it. I was already self-aware knowing that I'm in control of everything that's going on in my world. But now it was almost like, but Rob, you're also in control of your boot sequence to create you into the being that creates you into the person that does the things that you wanna do and gets the results that you wanna get.
0: Yeah, I love that, the boot sequence. And so like yeah, um, programming, Your being just from first, that that first step of being self aware of what's how you're creating yourself in every moment, you know, and how you're showing up and how you're transmitting, you know, and then getting deliberate and very intentional with just becoming more and more and being more and more who you want to be to serve at a deeper
1: and and more powerful level. Yeah. And the unique part about this is while this is all fun, creative, amazing stuff, it is also super deep and introspective and uh, difficult at times because what we are really doing is looking at our judgments. And this is one of the things that we would start every call with of what is blocking your action or stopping you from getting in the way of what you want. So it's not, we, it's, more, it's what you want to do more of by looking at what is having you do less of the things that you want to do. So one of the things that I wrote down was my head getting in the way or our head getting in the way of things. So what we did is we would go through a series of conversations of getting close to the pain and boy is this, it, it takes listening and it takes a willingness to open up your heart and sit with something. And it's something that I actually believe is is a learned skill to be able to be on the receiving end of a conversation with you and to not rush to judgment immediately over a question you posed to me in which I don't know the answer. And the first thing that pops into my head is, I don't know the answer and I wanna say, I don't know the answer to you. And I just sit there and I feel into it. So that's one of the things in, in our conversations, we feel into our beings. I was like, well, what are you feeling right now? And I would, just, I would just candidly let you know what I'm feeling. And language was so important to everything because what we say to ourselves and what we verbalize becomes the the world we live in. And I would oftentimes feel the judgment pop into my head as the answer for why I'm not doing the thing and I would recognize it. And I would be like, don't say the thing that I know I'm not supposed to say, but I don't have the answer for what I'm supposed to say. So Darren, I'm just gonna say the thing that I'm not supposed to say because that's what I'm actually feeling here and giving myself the permission to say that in the name of the self-discovery process to get me to the point to where I want to and need to go.
0: Man, that's courage, I tell you. And, you know, it's, as you said, it's, it's tender ground, you know? It's, it's close to the heart. It's, a lot of times there are things that we just don't want to see. You know, we don't want to see about ourselves. We don't want to recognize you know, these judgments, they've been installed by sometimes us, but sometimes through programming and, you know, inculcation from way, 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 way back, you know, and we, we create these self identities based on those things coming in. And the, a lot of the time they were there to protect us. Those, those conclusions, those judgments, you know, they're they actually there by, put in by your ego to protect you from something, you know? The problem is, is that that protection creates a shell that if you don't crack from the inside, then there's no growth, you know? So that growth can feel uncomfortable, approaching that that shell can feel uncomfortable and it takes a special courage, you know, both well, on both sides of the conversation to be in that.
1: And some of the things that we worked on to dive even deeper into this were safety, enoughness, lacking, and not doing things correctly. And these were narratives for me over and over and over again. And I feel like in our conversations together, I was one degree away from a center at all times. There is, in me lived a lack of, a being of lacking and not enoughness and, through my own transformation that ends up becoming a gift to everyone that I work with or who is around me because I've had to experience and I am experiencing what it is life to what it is like to live the being of not enoughness. And it's a very, it's a dichotomy. How does someone who is the happiest person in the world? One of the declarations that I read read, also live as a being of not having enough or I'm lacking or I'm not doing things correctly. And when I think about this, it's almost like a percentage in my head. 99% of the time, here's Rob, happiest person on earth. But there's also that 1% of being living in me, that's not enough. But guess what ends up feeling like a weight on my chest? That 1%. And our conversations were more to seek through the pain and judgment of why am I feeling the lack, the lacking and not being enough? And what is the alternative way of being that is more powerful that allows me to create the thing that I want to create And That was one of the things that resonated so much with me is even though we're digging deep, it all goes back to you creating the thing that you want to create and that's actually yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just to, cause people tuning in may be like, Whoa, the, you know, how do you do that? Or, you know, how is that even possible? And I can say it is possible because of unconditional love, right? So once you learn how to love yourself for that 1%, right. And love when that 1% shows up, then you start to get some freedom from it. So while you describe it as, you know, that 1% of the time it's showing up, it's actually in there, maybe sometimes very subconsciously kind of pulling the strings and controlling the show and you know, throwing up some comments in your head. And you're like, you know, happy Monday, everybody. And then you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, I've got to make some clients. You've got to create some money. You know, it's like it's there's this program that runs. And the only way to really start to uh, you know, get some freedom from it is to acknowledge it and to love it and, you know, love yourself however you're showing up
1: unconditionally. You know? And, and that-, that ended up becoming a declaration for me. Uh, the very first thing I read every morning is, I am full of love. And then through our series of conversations, I am that I love myself unconditionally, and then I feel and do it. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about the Being a Client Magnet conversations and program was love is such a part of my life now probably more than at any point in my entire life i am so all on board with love and i even saw a tweet this past weekend that said if you could just describe one word for what you want in your life what would it be and my first reaction was the word freedom because it's the thing that i've always been striving towards in entrepreneurship or in my life. I've got freedom of everything, financial freedom, freedom of choice, freedom of decision, freedom to live wherever I want. But then I thought about it for a second and I have freedom and we all have freedom. We actually, we're all free, but we create these judgments and self-limiting beliefs in our own life that actually take away our own freedom and put these shackles on ourselves. So once you release that, now we're all free to do whatever you want. So I was like, well, what is really the thing? And the answer is love because I wanna be doing more of what I love all of the time with the people that I love being around and I wanna give more love and I wanna have self-love because love is actually the higher level of freedom because freedom allows you to express things where everything's a clean slate. Well, if everything's a clean slate, then let me live in love. (laughs)
0: Live in love, I love it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, to me, that's what is so attractive about working with John and working with his clients is that there seems to be a gravitational pull towards that recognition, you know, that love can be the center of everything you are and, then, and everything you do. You know, it's, it's powerful, it's liberating, it's creative, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and certainly I think self-love is something that needs to be talked about more because it is one of the biggest game changers because oftentimes you hear about um, there's an element of not wanting to be pompous or arrogant or self-serving when it comes to building yourself up or promoting what you're doing. And I had learned in our series of conversations that Me sharing my love and gifts and creating with the world is actually an act of service and love for everyone. Because I know through my state of being and where I am coming from, that I am here to support everyone. One of my declarations, I am a champion for everyone. So every single person that I come in contact with, I truly want the best for, I wanna help them in everything that I can do. So therefore, if I share the love and gifts that I have with the world, I'm coming from the right place For others to then receive it
0: yeah I mean in in our world we talk about love as a verb right it's a it's a doing you can't sit there and just you know love in in I have love you know I'm full of love but oh you could but I mean in our world that that stagnates it and it's actually not right it's not it's not really loving yourself or others unless you are actually giving
1: loving serving in the world. Very much so. So I wanna talk about some things that you helped me discover, which were just game-changing things for me. And I remember I came to you and I was like, Darren, I've got a term that I'm using right now that I believe I know is limiting me in terms of a judgment. And it was, I am running hot. And this Mm -hmm. is something that may resonate with a lot of people listening or watching right now. And where I was coming from, as part of being in this program, I'd committed on top of other commitments. So I was doing a lot. My action was a 15 out of 10. And I came in and I'm like, Darren, I'm running hot. And I didn't like the connotation of it because what I'm running hot really says to me is, I am busy, I am overwhelmed. And that to me is an element of a lack of control and it can also be seen as a badge of honor in mm. entrepreneurship or in, in work and business settings, that people like to say that they are busy because now it makes me feel more valuable that I'm doing things. And I didn't like that I was, I kept on saying to myself and to others, man, I'm running hot right now. And you helped me realize that through the series of giving me an, an analogy like a car where i was being that the rpms i'm flooring the car at all times where this car is just burning out in red line the entire time and that is just not sustainable and when i realized that running hot was not something that it was going to serve me you helped me drop that
0: yeah yeah i i uh, remember that very distinctly too you know it's uh The analogy was that you, you were great at mashing the pedal, right? You were how we say flooring it, you're flooring it, you know, and you were good at that. You were willing, you were able, you know, action action. And I, I just pointed out to you that you were in second gear, right? And that, that you needed to shift into a higher gear to let that, let the RPMs come off, but maintain the forward momentum and the speed, you know? So I remember that metaphor being, it just like, oh yeah, You know,
1: it was beautiful. So here's the next one. And this came in terms of uh, the, we're also talking about action and the pedal being down. And we came up with the analogy of the amount that Rob is radiating like the sun. And we were talking about the amount of content that I was creating and then Why was I not getting the action coming back to me in terms of the responses for it? And there's a a few different uh, ways that we chop this up. Um, One of them being the sun comes up and down every single day. So here's the sun, a.k.a. here's Rob creating a nice piece of content. Oh, thanks, Rob. That was nice and wonderful. Sun goes down the next day. Boom. Sun comes up the next day. Oh, there's Rob giving me my nice little dose of warmth or whatever. And I became that up and down without the action for people. And it was such a good analogy for me that it got me to think about the intentionality of the content that I was creating because... Who am I being that creates a lack of action in other people to not want to reach out to me immediately to be in conversation?
0: Yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, it was, I remember that cause it was tricky. Those calls, those, those conversations because you have a natural warmth, right. And you have a natural radiation and you know, you are, you, you're a generous person. So you want to share the content and, you know, just, be out there every day. I think consistency is one of your values, you know. So you you want to be doing this. So it was it was a bit of just about reflecting. It's like you can do what you love. And we encourage you, you know, as part of the training, it's like do do what you love, right? As a primary action and do the things that you love that are going to create the results that you want. Right. So it was it was just about reflecting to you how you were creating a lack of what you wanted coming back as results by just being everything, um, but, but nothing specifically, you know, just spreading an, in specific r- warmth around.
1: Yeah, and then the other analogy around this was me radiating so hot like the sun that I would be burning people. So it's like, well, if the sun is always out and radiating nonstop, similar to the, the car analogy, well, that's also not good there. That I don't wanna be having my sun burning people, that I wanna be warmth, but not a burning radiation. And it was a great moment for me because one of my declarations now is I am warmth. And I sit there and I feel it in my body and I feel myself being warm, but what it means to me is that I'm not radiating so hot that I'm burning everybody.
0: Yeah, I love that, yeah. And I think I felt that from you, um, you know, in, the, in the, the last few weeks and months, it's like your intensity is still there, but it's not, it's not like a, a, I don't know how to describe it. It's not like a, oh boy, I need to protect myself, you know? It's like, oh, give me some of that, that feels so good. You know, and I think that that's you, your internal um, calibration of giving, right? In a in a more, um, I don't want to say controlled, but you said it earlier, Say like controlled, yes, but it's more, I think it's intentional. It's an intentional way of, you know, spreading yourself and giving yourself in a way that is, um,
1: can be received without too much, you know? Very much so. And we'll end on this. Darren, one of the things that I loved about being in conversation with you and john and being part of this program was the words that we used and, and we talked about it briefly but the power of language and this is something that is going to be with me forever i'm a master of language because i listen now and one of the things that was mentioned is that sometimes through what we learn we will never be the same because we, everyone we see, we think of it like a client because when someone's talking to me, I'm listening to them. So then if they say something that's a self-limiting belief, I'm like, whoa, what's going on right here right now? Because I genuinely want to do it for them. But here are some of the words that I wrote down of things that were said over and over and over again in conversation, fun, love, dancing, flow, playfulness, intentional, creating. And when I think about these words, these are the words of my being and our being in our perspective, in the way that we see the world and everything that we want and everything that we want to be are in those world, in those words. And imagine your life when The best words that describe you and the way that you live and the people around you are fun, love, dancing, flow, playfulness, intentional, creating. It is such an aura of just love and bliss that I'm so thankful for you for.
0: Oh, my goodness. Wow. That feels so good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Those thanks for reflecting that because I think those are like co- my core values, you know, flow, love, um, playfulness, dancing, you know, surfing. Surfing is a big part of my life. And you know, I, I relate to to a lot of what you said in that way. You know, it's like showing up with love in your heart and just dancing with creation and having fun and spreading
1: love. <laughs> so I mean. And we'll end it on that. Cause you just said something to you dancing with creation. Just think about living life from a perspective that you're dancing with creation. And I mean, to me that is the greatest testimonial that I could conceivably give for you guys is living a life of dancing with creation that I've never found a dance floor that I didn't love. So for me, it's just like every day. So it's like, well, how are you the way that you are well if you woke up every single day and as part of your boot sequence you're dancing with creating who it is you want to be to do the things you want to do in the world sign me up for that that's (laughs) that's infinite love and that's that to me is why i'm here in this world
0: And you're a master of it, man. You're
1: a master of language and you're a master of dancing with creation. I love it. Thank you very much, Darren. So I like to end every episode with an action item or a takeaway. This can be something that you said, you know what? Based on everything that we said, here's one thing I want to make sure that we hammer home. Or the other thing is you can give an action item. You know what? I want you to do X because if you do X, you will get X. Do you have an action item or a takeaway for the listener or someone who's watching right now?
0: Wow. Well, there's been a few come up. Uh, What would be the one? It would be to um, cut yourself some slack, right? Love the way you are as a primary, like just a way of being is, is just to be a little bit more forgiving, a little bit more easy on yourself and give yourself some, some access to, um, Everything that you that is actually in there in your heart that's having a little difficulty being expressed, you know, allow that to come up with some self-forgiveness and some peace in your heart, and
1: you'll discover a whole new way of being and a whole new way of experiencing the world. Amen. I love that. And I will sort of loop that into my takeaway because Darren, to me, that is an element of self-love. And I want to hammer home that we all want to love ourselves more and figure out the mechanism for you, for what you can do to to add more self-love to yourself. Is it a specific thing that you do? For example, maybe you enjoy golfing or listening to music. Can you use that as as a way of creating a trigger that says, you know what? With everything going on in my life, I'm going to give myself the permission to do this because it is an act of self-love for myself. And once you realize that, you're like, all right, well, what are the other things that I can do to give myself self-love? But on the flip side, when times are tough, what are you going to do to default back to self-love? Because that's, that's really what we've learned to do is when everything's not puppy dogs and rainbows, How can the core of who you are being be self-love? So my recommendation, which Darren, you and I certainly believe in is the power of writing things down. Write down who it is that you are, the best version of yourself. Why do you love yourself? Why are you a champion? Why are you amazing? That way at any point you can go back and read that. So for me, I've got several files and Evernote that I read that help me reactivate self-love because it is something that is a constant, constantly reaffirming myself, why I love myself, why I unconditionally am full of self-love. So Darren, once again, thank you so much for all that you've shared with me. You've changed my life in the best way possible. And I'm just thankful. Where can everybody connect with you? Rob, once again, thank you for inviting me on.
0: Thank you for sharing from your heart and for you know everything that you've you've brought today because it's it, I receive it so deeply and it just makes me feel, um, you know, like I'm on track, you know, <laughs> in my mission to to serve the world. So uh, we would lo- I would love to connect with folks. I'm online on Facebook, on Instagram, Darren Farfan. Um, I'm also part of John Morgan, um, J.P. Morgan's. Group online. It's called Coaches Love and Money Collective. So you can look for us there. And I would love to, to be in contact, bring your questions, any insights. Uh, yeah, we, we love to hear from you.
1: And I am a testimonial that the experience is absolutely incredible. If you're willing to open up your heart and be committed, Anything is really possible. And as a call to action, uh, if there's anything that we said that resonated with you, I would love to hear from you about it. Did you take action on something? You can hit me up on all social media platforms, at Rob Cressy, or if you're looking for some extra support, you want brand building or mindset, or you wanna be happier or more fulfillment, I would just love to be in conversation with you, uh, give you the opportunity to just jam and see how I can be a champion for you and support you in anything that I do. Uh, Hit me up, Rob, at robcressy.com.